one is all things, all life, all love. We all come together in the form of energy, though we may exist on different vibrations. Our sound is one, our unity is one, and our light is one. Keep shining. to Circle Sisters uh, Sister 13. Um, yeah, and I was over there making lunch for tomorrow, <laughs> getting it out the way. So welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Tonight we have a good show. Um, I'm going to grab my phone. But um, we have a good show planned for you tonight. Sister Daphne, Goddess Empress, uh, Priestess Daphne is in the house. And she will be going into some details about the winter solstice. And um, I would think if you're listening to this show that you're somewhat familiar with the winter solstice, um, at least, you know, at least on an introductory level. 
But if not, then perfect. This this is your introduction. Um, and this is going to be part, uh, part of a two-part series. So Sister Daphne will present tonight, Daphne Moon. And then next week we will have another sister present on the solstice. And um, the lady, I, the, the sister I want to present, I haven't heard back from her yet. So in the case that she is not able to come on and I do not find you know, someone else who can present their perspective. And I will gladly hop on the mic and do my little decode thing. <laughs> and then the week after that, we will be talking about Kwan's the Boogie. So give me two seconds. Let me go run and grab my phone to make sure I'm being heard. Hold on. Okay, so loud and clear. That's what's up. So let's see. Oh yeah, so Quasi Boogie is the announcement out the way. Quasi Boogie. Excuse me. December thirtieth. Um, vendors, vendors set up at four thirty. Five thirty, the doors will open for the Ujama Kwanzaa market. Um, that's going to be focused and centered around women, um, business and services, businesses and services. And so if you're interested in vending or, you know, any women who may be interested in vending, then have them send me an email or they can go to Eventbrite and look up Nia, N-I-A, Kwanzaa, K-W-A-N-Z-A-A, Boogie, like Boogie Nights, B-O-O-G-I-E. And they can register there or just get some more information there and then hit me up and we can chit-chat. And if they feel as though it's a good match, then they can go ahead and register. So 5.30, the door is open for that. At um, 6.30, we're going to start with the drum call. And, um, oh, special announcements tonight. I just thought about it. But, yeah, so 6.30, we're going to have our drum call and um, and then we're going to go into um, we're going to go ahead and have a little award ceremony and give props to some people who need to be recognized and appreciated, publicly appreciated in our community. And then at 7:20, we're going to take about 50 minutes to kind of just talk about Kwanzaa. Um, we assume people know what Kwanzaa is. We assume people are all on the same page, but that makes I what an ass out of you and me. Because everybody's not on the same page. I'm not on the same page. Even though I'm hosting a Kwanzaa celebration, I like to party. This is a great way to throw a good party. It's the perfect time to have a party to invigorate ourselves as we go into this winter and to carry us through. But am I 100% uh, cool with Kwanzaa? No, I'm not. I have quite a few issues with Kwanzaa. Um, That doesn't mean I throw the whole, you know, throw the whole holiday away or throw the whole ritual away. But um yeah, let's address some of these concerns and some of these, you know, issues that we have and then see if we can improve improve upon them. Or maybe we come to the conclusion that Houston needs to just throw Kwanzaa away and start something else. I mean you just never know. So we're gonna talk about that from we're gonna have a cipher, as they say. Um, and that's um, just conversation, you know, town hall, but we're not going to have any, you know, uh, no one is going to be the, um, no one's going to be the expert, right? We all are experts on Kwanzaa. We all have our own expertise. So that's what the cipher is. So we're going to have that. And then about 830 after that, we're going to push the chairs back and we're going to boogie, 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 boogie on down. And who are we boogieing with? We are boogieing with Flow Motion Houston. Houston is a, a spin-out slash two-step crew. Um, they've invented the Houston Houston two-step. And when I say two-step, you know, like I, say, I don't mean shoulder lean. I don't mean two-step bunny hop, even though that's, that's a line dance, actually. But, no, I mean two-step like partner dancing, two people Partner dancing, man leads, woman follows, or, you know, if it's two women, somebody has to follow, somebody has to uh, lead, and, um, yeah, so we're going to, they're going to be a special guest, 
So if you've ever been interested, if you've never had the opportunity to learn at least one two-step dance, December 30th is your chance. It's your night. <laughs> it's your night. And then um, we also have uh, Southern Connection Line Dancing Crew. And so if you go to my Instagram page, which is Circle Sister 13, um, I, have a, I have about two posts on there where Southern Connection was at this past weekend's uh, Kwanzaa tree lighting ceremony with Boris Miles. And um, so you get to see those sisters. So they're going to come out and just keep the party going. It's going to be such a good fun time. And special announcement, our DJ, Miss Melody Melodic. Yes, Melody Melodic will be the DJ. That's, that is the exact DJ that I wanted. Sister agreed to DJ for us. Um, and so I'm super excited. Um, if you ever listen to K, uh, KTFU 90.9, uh, Sister was the DJ on the, the uh, Friday Blues Cruise, on the White Friday uh, Traffic Jam Blues Cruise. Blues Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> she also is a local house DJ, and she DJs 4212. Um, I don't know these clubs, y'all. I don't go out like that. But whatever these little clubs are, you know, the hot clubs with the hot DJ, she one of them. So um, so that's going to be exciting. She's going to play, you know, play some good music to keep the party going. And so, you know, you really have no excuse not to come by unless you're just out of town or you're just partying with your family, and even then, you can bring them. This is a family affair. It's a family event. It's at Shape Community Center, 3903 Almeda. Um, let's see, 3903 Almeda. It's in the Shape Gymnasium. Parking will probably be, you know, a hot mess. <laughs> Parking will be a hot mess, so you kind of want to get there early. If not, you know, you'll be parking on the street or parking across the street and the lots across the street. I mean, I have yet to hear of anybody, you know, vandalizing vandalizing cars. That's not the concern. It's just a matter of you might have to walk. You know, you might have to walk down the street a little bit. But ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just a little warmer before you come and bust a, bust a stanky leg on them. So that's that. Um, I am asking for $5 donations, so no one will be turned away. However, if you groan and you know it, clap your hands, go ahead and bring your $5. Put 5 on it so we can pay for all these wonderful entertainers and this wonderful um, experience that you're going to have. And now, keep the party going. Let's see what else. Uh, shoe drive, children's shoe drive. We are still in the midst of children's shoe drive. So if um, you have any shoes that your your babies have outgrown or they just fell out the sky to your backyard and you didn't know what to do with them, then go ahead and give me a call, 713-338-9343. Text me, call me, 713-338-9343. I will pick up those shoes and I will put them um, in the hands of a child who will be very appreciative of having that they'll be new to them clean them up a little bit and yeah just um lightly use shoes new of course new is always great but lightly used is also good too so um that ends let's see i think i want to say it ends on the solstice as a matter of fact the shoe and we started we started um at the vernal equinox not vernal um at the fall equinox autumn equinox and it's going to go out, and we went all the way through to the um, winter solstice. And so what I did say was, if you just want to bring them to me upon the boogie, I will take them there as well. Uh, let's see, www.circlesisters13.com is the website. www.circlesisters13.com is the website. Check it out. Leave a message. My computer just went blank. Let me hold on. Okay, there we go. So, Sister Daphne, if you are on the line, please press 1. If you are not, I will continue to I'm going to read out the book. Oh, there you go. So, let me play you a quick intro, real brief intro. And then when we come back, we will be talking to Sister Daphne Moon 
of D-Town, Dallas, Texas. Let's see. Where is... We'll play this one. people who do not think I'm normal. <laughs> no, you are not normal. If anyone sees you coming, they will not, that is not the first word that will pop into their head. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> this is far from normal. Um, last time I saw Daphne, I believe your head, was it blue? Was it blue or purple? I, she had like either. It was purple. Fairy, she had fairy colored, <laughs> fairy colored purple hair. She had this tiara, mm-hmm. this beautiful tiara on with the um, with the jewel on it, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, just gorgeous. You know, she. I mean, my daughter was just in <laughs> awe. Like all she was missing uh-huh. was full of wings or something, and uh, it just would have completely made her just etheric. But um, <laughs> but no, I'm just teasing, girl. I'm just teasing. How you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, before we do anything else, I got to say that first song that you played in your intro, I love that. I just started DJing and facilitating Uh-oh. an ecstatic dance, and I would love for you to send me the link for that song so I can play it at my next dance. Definitely. I'm thinking, what is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know who that is. Okay, yeah. I will definitely um, give you her information. Not a problem. I actually awesome. got that off of the – I bought the CD. So um, that's mm-hmm. what I got it off of. But cool. Well, good for you. You DJing. That's, that sounds like a fun gig. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, you said ecstatic dance. Mm-hmm. So what's that? Tell us about ecstatic dance. Um, well, um, ecstatic dance is a, a uh, healing modality um, where it's a nonverbal uh, alcohol and drug-free dance space. Um, and it's fairly new um, here in the last, I guess, maybe 10 years or so um, is re- really when it started, like, growing. Um, but we are doing things a little bit differently. Um, most ecstatic dance spaces, they, like, kind of have a an opening circle, and then they, like, do yoga, and then they take a break, and then they dance, and they, you know, it's, it's like separate little pieces. Um, but the way that we're doing things is we're creating a really tight, sacred container. So we set up a big altar and we call in circle. Um, 
and it is exclusive to women and non-binary folks. So we don't men in the space um, because so many women have been violated on dance floors um, and mm. non-binary folks as well have been violated on dance floors. And so we wanted to make sure that this was as safe of a space as possible. Um, and so in order to create that container, um, we lock the doors when we begin. Nobody comes in after we've started. Um, and everything flows together. So we all do yoga to kind of get embodied together. And then we move into the dance um, to make sure that we are all like safely in our bodies and that we're not distracted by people coming and going and, you know, the kinds of things that will break that sacred container. It's called uh, Freedom Through Our Feet. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Okay. I can dig it. Well, um, so along with that, so can you tell me, well, let's do let's do the crystal. I have so many questions. <laughs> so many questions for you. Okay. Um, but let's start with the crystal. Well, better, well, like, back up even more. Um, do you, how do you typically open a circle? Like, well, I've heard you pray before, so would you mind mm -hmm. doing some type of just, you know, some brief or however, you know, however long you, you choose, but some type of just, um, like, meditation to kind of get us all in the same accord? That. Um, uh, okay, so if, if every can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Hello? Yeah, I can Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, you can be heard. <laughs> um, okay, so if everybody listening wouldn't mind just um, you know, sitting up a little straighter, connecting with either their feet or their seat or whatever it is that is touching um, the ground or the chair, uh, just kind of close your eyes. And notice the places that are touching the floor or the chair. Take a nice big deep breath in. And then let it out with a little sound. <laughs> we'll do two more of those. Big deep breath in. Out with sound. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> and then just imagine that those places that are touching the floor or your chair start to grow roots. Maybe they are small and kind of tentative at first. They work their way around the chair or through the carpet threads or between the hardwood floors, past all the concrete and the piping, maybe the other apartments that are below you, all the way down until they find some, like, good, solid earth. And they just explode five miles deep and five miles wide, holding you so firmly to the earth that a tornado could come through and take the building that is around you and you wouldn't move. And then through those roots, imagine that you could draw moisture or nutrients or light or energy, whatever works for your brain, up into your body, up through your spinal column, all the way out through the top of your head. And it moves all the way up through the building above you, past the trees and the birds, planes and the clouds, until you find this little white ball of light right at the edge of the Earth's atmosphere. And when it connects to that, it shoots out branches connecting to all the stars above you. And from those stars, you begin drawing down, again, light or energy or vibration, whatever works for your brain, through that white ball of light in the sky down that tube into the top of your head, down through your spine and out your roots. And now you're connected in to the Earth's mother below you. 
the ancestors and spirit guides above you and your own internal energy channel. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. That's one of my favorite kind of like grounding and opening up meditation. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That was beautiful, sis. So like I said, sis is, is she, well, I didn't tell you all that. So she, she's a yogi, a yoga practitioner as well as yoga teacher. Um, mm-hmm. And then she has several other spiritual gifts. And um, I'm not aware of all of them, just a few. Um, I do would like to learn more about um the I want to learn more about. Hold on, let me find the name of it. The um, not the nine. Well, I want to know more about the nine day solstice celebration. But this the other mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Mago. Is it Mago? Magu? How do I pronounce it? Uh, Mago, I believe, is the way that it's Mago. pronounced. Okay, what is mm-hmm. um, um, well, I'm going to be honest. I'm not an expert on the Mago um, way or the Mago Academy itself. Um, that is headed up by a woman named Helen Hai-Suk Wang, I believe is the way that you pronounce her name. Um, it's an organization that um, essentially is a platform for goddess spirituality to be used okay. here in the modern day um, for feminism and activism here uh in our world. Um, the Mago way essentially from what I understand is a, a, uh, Godessian path. Um, and so it's a matriarchal system, a, a very feminine feminist, uh, way of being. Um, I became involved with the work that they are doing, um, in 2015, uh, the first time that they did one of these nine day solstice celebrations. Um, Me and two of my friends did a ritual uh, that we taped, and they uh, presented as a part of their online winter solstice festival. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess Mm -hmm. the name is such a different name. It piqued my Mm -hmm. interest, (laughs) instantly piqued my interest. And so Mm -hmm. um, the celebration. so I guess if you let me introduce. Okay, so solstice is it's 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 a um it's a um not after sorry y'all my words are getting mixed up but basically it's an event it's a it's an event that occurs every single year and it's basically what happens when it's the longest um night the day so the day is the shortest it will. The amount of light that reaches the Western Hemisphere is at the mm-hmm. least amount, and the night mm-hmm. is at the longest. And so, what happens yeah. is, um, people, of course, you know, when that happens, you attach your own understanding and your own meanings, and then you notice how mm-hmm. the plants react, you notice how the animals react, you notice how life mm-hmm. around you react to it, and then you want, of course, you know, be in in that same frequency and that vibe with it. So what happens is cultures noticed this happening, cultures became aware of it, and so they started um, creating rituals and creating sacred spaces and creating mythos around these things. And so what happens, Mm -hmm. you have all these various holidays and different cultures that seem to all focus around the same time period, and... you know, you I can draw the conclusion that they all came from one source, or you can just say mm-hmm. it's all a coincidence. Whatever works for you. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. uh, around here we tend to celebrate the winter. we we celebrate all the Sabbaths, but um, of course we give special emphasis to the summer and the winter solstice because they're such pivotal points. And so with that mm-hmm. little basic introduction, sis, if you don't mind talking about maybe your own experiences with the winter solstice and then what are your plans for this year? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, the winter solstice is kind of like a uh, an embodiment of the idea that um, things are darkest before the dawn. 
right? So we have this longest night and it's like you've gone, you've spent the last six months like going deeper into self and, and withdrawing your energy a little bit from around you, reaping the benefits of the work that you did earlier in the year and um, kind of having an opportunity to explore what worked and what didn't and how you want to shift things for yourself. Um, in the coming year, right? Um, and my understanding is that, you know, a lot of the the um, rituals and stuff that are around this time of year um, are focused on calling back the sun. And so calling the light and the outer expression um, back in to both self and the world around you. Um, and so this year, I have another opportunity to celebrate the Winter Solstice with the Mago Academy on their online um, celebration. So each day they will be releasing um, videos and blog posts and artwork and all kinds of beautiful things created by women across the planet um, starting on December 13th and going until December 22nd. So I'm actually on the second to last day. Um, and it's not just me. I've got a group of folks who are working uh, with me to create this ritual um, from many different paths and many different backgrounds um, comes the Goddesses of Light, which is an organization that I created to um, create a web of connection between all the different paths that are available. Uh, my yeah. understanding and my belief is that all these different paths are you know, like different pathways up the same mountain. We're all headed to the same place. We're just picking the path that fits us, right? Yes. Um, and so I wanted to create a place where lots of different healers and teachers and guides and, you know, spiritual humans could come together to share our gifts um, so that we can be stronger together and then go back into our communities um, you know, refilled essentially, uh, and and become better teachers and healers where we are. Um, so I've got a group of about I think eight of us right now that are working to put together this ritual. Um, the theme of this year's uh, Winter Solstice celebration is personal transformation, um, mm -hmm. and the name of the ritual that we are doing is uh, modern witchcraft, a ah, solstice nice. uh, ritual <laughs> honoring the solstice. Um, so, yeah, in my opinion, modern witchcraft is that combining of all of the different elements that work together um, without that kind of like overarching, this is the one way you do things. This is how you are a witch. You know what I mean? Definitely. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah. how does one participate in this? Or is it just amongst yourself? Um, well, actually, we're going to be uh, – presenting the ritual live on Facebook at noon on December 21st. So you can join yeah. us by watching um, and we'll give kind of an explanation of how you can tap into the energy of what we're doing and do your own little ritual um, where you are. Uh, and then once the ritual is over, um, you know, we'll have that video that we will then upload onto YouTube. So if you're at work or you forget or whatever, the video will be available and you can, uh, you can watch it later and participate Ooh. when is best for you. Wow, excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, hmm, okay. So how are you preparing for this? Do you already know what you're going to do or do y'all have meetings <laughs> or uh, I guess how, how are y'all preparing? Um, well, it is a collaborative effort, so, um, you know, I have kind of like a general idea of what I want to do, but, um, you know, I'm pulling from everybody's experience and like the pieces of ritual that speak to each person, you know, and, um, you know, for me, preparing for ritual is usually just uh, like walking my spiritual path in my daily life and seeing what's around me and what's happening and how that is connected to, um, you know, the astrology and the, the time period that I'm in. Um, and so the, my personal path right now actually has like a, a really kind of visceral 
uh, reflection of this idea that this is the darkest before the dawn and that there are things that have to be torn down to make room for what is happening. Um, a little less than a week ago, uh, my son's father was attacked in his home by a man who shot him twice. Um, wow. He is in the hospital right now with a bullet wound in his left shoulder um, and a bullet wound in his left arm um, that left his uh, radius, the larger bone in his arm, broken into 10 pieces. Um, and so there's definitely a little bit of that, like, fear and despair that wants to come in when things are tough. Um, you know, no matter how far you've gotten on your spiritual path or how enlightened you may think you are, um, right. it still shows up to, to scare you, you know? Right. Um, and so, like, I'm in a place where... Like, each time the fears come up, I allow myself to feel them, but I continue to remind myself, like, all of this is here for a reason. All of this pain, all of this heartache, all of this destruction and this darkness is preparing me to be the most big and beautiful and bright version of myself that I possibly can, you know? Um, And so I'm trying to weave that those two things together, you know, mm. the the pain and the belief um, to, to create a scenario in which my authenticity and my vulnerability um, becomes my strength. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. Gosh, well, I hate to hear, you know, I hate to hear that about your, your son, your child's father, um, how, how is he doing? I mean, obviously, he, uh, he's actually he's hospital, like, he so. is a miracle. Like he okay. is lucky to be alive. You know, mm. um, the, the young man who, who shot him was considerably shorter than he is. He's a very large guy, six foot four and two seventy five. Um, and so the man had to angle the gun up. And so even though the bullet entered right about where his heart would be, it was oh, wow. angled up, and it missed his heart. It missed his lung. It went underneath the major artery in his shoulder um, and is lodged in a place where it's not causing any damage. It's not causing any problems, you know? Um, and hmm. so, like, he really is a miracle that he's still yeah. with us, yeah. you know? Um, and so I'm trying to sit in a place of gratitude that, right. you know, my son still has a father. And, um, you know, that we didn't lose him. Um, And on top of that, you know, friends and family are coming out of the woodwork to help Mm -hmm. as much as they can. Uh, My best friend from high school, we've known each other since we were six, just so happens to be an orthopedic doctor and is going to do his PT and his rehab for free. Awesome. Right. And so, like, we have all of these blessings that are coming to us to help us deal with this and and to give us an opportunity to to work through this um, with lots of support and lots of community around us. Well, that's good. That's that's excellent. Mm -hmm. So we'll definitely send loving light his way and your way. And thank um, you. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's, That's a lot. Okay. Well, um, do would you like to share with us about the crystal? Oh yes. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, my favorite crystal to work with um, is the crystal that is on the uh, little crown that you were talking about that hangs down over okay. my third eye. It's a, a labradorite. Um, and it's typically like a blue green, um, and the, uh, Native Americans used to say that this was a piece of the Aurora Borealis that fell out of the sky. Um, oh. and the Aurora Borealis is like the, the changing colors up, um, and the farther north you get, um, and so it's a very beautiful crystal that shimmers and, and shines, and um, it depends on, you know, the light that you're looking at it, what exact color um, it's going to be. But it Ooh. is uh, a crystal that creates um, a little bit of a protective boundary around you. It's like 
strengthens the, the edges of your aura, um, makes it more difficult for negative energy, negative forces to find you and to get to you. Um, it also works to strengthen the third eye and help you to see through the veil and pick up on information that you uh, might not have been able to, to in intuitively feel or know were um, mm. you not working with that crystal. Mm, interesting. I did not know that. So it's yes. Labrador. Yes. Uh, so, and um, you'll, just, you'll know it. Uh-huh. Wait, say it again? said so you'll know it by its blue-green shimmer. Um, I'm going to have to look for that mm-hmm. one. Um, it's a couple shops around here who sell crystals, uh, tumbled, tumbled stones. Um, and so I'll definitely mm-hmm. keep my eye out for that one. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, so we just started, I think maybe two weeks ago, started talking about crystals. And I was just sharing with mm-hmm. the audience that um, I'm, I, I consider myself a pretty witchy, witchy gal. But I, mm-hmm. crystals have always, they've kind of eluded me. For whatever reason, crystals are just not my... Um, not my thing. They're definitely my thing. Um, it's just I don't get them. I don't understand right. how to use them. Um, mm-hmm. Help. <laughs> Is there like a really <laughs> precise um, descriptor? Like I have a whole book. I'm reading the book on the you know on the show. Mm-hmm. Just trying to o- open up that 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 understanding to exactly mm-hmm. how they work. The, the the dopest thing about crystals that I've learned thus far is their growing patterns. That blows, it literally blows my mind. Like, it's just amazing to me how crystals can grow in cubes or in pyramids. Mm-hmm. Or in, like, that's just mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, for me, I, like... I was really intimidated by crystals when I first started my like spiritual path um, because there is like so much to know. Um, And, you know, the thing that someone told me when I first started a dear friend of mine, Jamie, who actually participated in that first um, solstice ritual with me two years ago, um, Mm. told me, dust the crystal (laughs) and close your eyes. And if you like the way it feels, take it home and play with it and don't worry so much about like the exact art of the crystal. Cause there really right. isn't one, you know, they're these okay. incredible ancient little tools who have their own vibration, um, you know, that they emit just by existing and they mm. have been here long before we were, and they'll be here long after we go. Um, and mm. so, you know, it's not, it's not so much about like knowing every name and their exact properties and where they come from and like, right. all that kind of stuff. It's really like <laughs> what feels good, you know? Okay. And when you said that ancient, it did kind of click like that's true. Cause these crystals mm. are coming out of mountains and hills and whatnot, but they've been around for hundreds of thousands of years probably. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're well, probably uh, older than anything else that's alive. <laughs> wow. So that in and of itself is heavy. <laughs> is heavy mm-hmm. So how did you, um, I, I'm sorry, I, how did you, how did you get attracted to Labradorite? Like where did it, did it, how did that become your, your favorite song? Um, I remember the first time that I saw one, I was just so struck by how beautiful it was. Okay. You know, um, it's just like it shines and every time you turn it, like you catch different little lines and um, different mm. colors and stuff. Um, and then a couple of Christmases ago, a friend of mine gave me a necklace with the, um, the pendant that has ended up being the piece on my crown. Um, and okay. I started wearing it every day and I just fell mm. in love with the way that I felt while I was wearing it, you know? Okay. Um, and then it started breaking every chain that I tried to put it on, oh. um, until I, until I put it on my crown. I was like, you know, this wow. looks like it would like fit perfectly on my forehead. <laughs> Let me try it. And then I did. And I was like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. What's your um? Do what other what other type of crystals do you like working with? 
Um, well, I have a piece on my altar that is um, amethyst. That's actually like a, a candle holder carved out of amethyst. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, and uh, tourmaline. Tourmaline is another one of my favorites. It's a black uh, stone that's um, usually like a um, – kind of breaks off in little like lines almost um but that's a really good protective stone if you have really bad anxiety or you work in a place where you're dealing with people a lot you know retail restaurants that kind of thing um if you'll put a piece of tourmaline in your left pocket um or on the left side of your body like i put mine in the left side of my apron when i uh cater and wait tables and stuff um and that will help protect you from all of the junk from all of the people around you who are unconsciously carrying around a lot of negative energy. Okay. Tourmaline, yeah. amethyst, and lavender, right? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, um, as we start to wrap it up, um, so we will definitely be tuned into, uh, so we go to your page. Where do we go to tune into the nine day? I mean, the eighth day, you're on the eighth day, but where do we go mm-hmm. to tune into the mm-hmm. rituals? Me, book at Priestess Daphne Moon. Um, that's also my Instagram. Um, you can find the organization that I work with, Goddesses of Light, at Goddesses of Light Dallas, um, and it's plural, G-O-D-D-E. E-S-S-E-S. Um, and then I also have a website, goddessesoflight.com. If you want to see, you know, the other healers that I work with, the events we've done in the past are going to be in the future. And you can sign up for my newsletter there as well, which I only send out like one a month. I'm a mom. I don't have time to spam you. So don't worry. <laughs> I won't be sending you some every day. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and then, um, okay. So, and then, um, can you give us like something that we could do that you recommend that we could do um, for the solstice, maybe just um, in our homes or with, you know, one or two other friends, something we can do to take advantage of, of the energy of that, of this time period. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm a big fan of free writing and journaling. And so if you just sit down and give yourself like five minutes, 10 minutes on a timer um, okay. and just write about uh, what has happened this year that you want to let go of and what has happened this year that you want to carry with you and kind of like give yourself an opportunity to reflect and recognize what is working and what isn't, what you're ready to let go of and what you're ready to see more of in your life. Mm. Easy peasy, y'all. It it sounds easy until you sit down and start writing and all that stuff starts flowing out of you. Um, Mm -hmm. That's part of it. That's what you need. That's the therapy of it. So that's peace. Yeah, that's the releasing. There, it's the release, exactly. And if you need to talk mm-hmm. to someone, y'all can holler at Miss Daphne Moon, or you can holler at me, or um, you just let spirit guide you to to where you need yeah. to go. Absolutely. All right, well, and I do you. offer coaching sessions okay. over Skype and over the phone. So you know, if anybody needs guidance on their spiritual path, I would love to be a channel for spirit for you. Excellent. So she offers Skype. And so we can we can get in contact with you, though, through Facebook to get more information about that or go to your website. Yes, ma'am. Okay. There you go. Y'all have it. So um, mm-hmm. if you need the information, just y'all listen to the archives, rewind it, and get the right information down. And um and, and 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 there you go. You can contact sis or you can contact me or you can contact whoever um is, is helping you along your journey. And mm-hmm. um thank you, sis, for, for giving us your time. I didn't know you had so much going on in your life and so sending you love and light and peace. Um and until next time, peace, peace, peace. Thank you, ma'am. No problem. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, y'all. So that was Miss Daphne Moon. It went by really quick. Gosh, that didn't, that didn't even feel like 30 minutes at all. Um, so we're going to have to have her back on the show. <laughs> That's what's going to have to happen with that. Well, anyways, though, 
that's it. That's all I got. So um, until next week, holla, 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 holla. Stay unbreakable. That it would break me, take me off my course Fell, pick it up, realign with the source Back on the horse like a diver I'm a survivor, victor, picture perfect Work it till it's short circuit Think it, speak it, claim it Secret, ancient, ancient Cadence, murder, fragrance Ultraviolet, how I speak when I'm silent Through my aura, borealis, aurora It's in the bloodline Liquid sunshine, the heart Know it and I'm doing my part Sometimes it's switching a blink like a glitch in the link of a chain. Stay off it before I lose, I'm a forfeit. No bowing to the corporate, a devil's in the pulpit. Applaud this, flawless, spit gorgeous. Justice for the lawless, that real rawness.